Welcome back to Cornerstone's Pastors Podcast. This is Pastor Scott, and with me again are Pastors Brian and Matt. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Matt and I stared at each other, and we're waiting for the other person. It was just a big miscommun- a big nonverbal miscommunication. It was not a miscommunication. Brian and I just stare at each other often. You guys can't hear it, but we are just often staring at each other. Are you going to fix this one and go back and re-record? <laughs> nope. All right. That's, we don't do that. Oh, I just saw I've you been, typing I've something. I've been. Yeah. I I've been. No, I, all of a sudden I realized I didn't have actually the questions I was supposed to ask in front of me. Oh, okay. And I had already hit record. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, well, it's a good thing that Brian <laughs> stared longingly into my beautiful no blue eyes. No going back. No going back. Push through. Once you hit That's the, Once you hit record, push through. Is everyone the, loves everyone loves this at the front end. I feel like this is this, <laughs> this is what is, people this is what listen for. for. Yeah, and and we should just keep it going because it won't get old. It won't. I've I have. <laughs> That's I, Matt's theory of humor. My theory of humor is that if it gets old, if you keep going, it becomes new again. Is it, is is this kind of like is this kind of like you know if if you're bored, it's because you're boring, right? If it gets old, it's because you're old. Is that the? No, I think it's just that. Um, that you just have to be confident and that's what makes something funny confidence you know what our world needs a lot more of right now confidence confidence i feel like the world in general is lacking confidence <laughs> and what it really needs is just just someone who who would strongly affirm a position i think i would i would go one step further and say <laughs> not just confidence i think the world needs my confidence <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's just that's what's most needed Oh, it's my, hard to find someone that thinks they're right these days. It really, it, but my my life really is just lived in the context of musicals. Like we're talking about confidence, and all I can think of is a song from Sound of Music. I, this is what happens to me. Is I, it the I'm hills sorry. are alive? No, 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 no. I have confidence in confidence. Is that from the sound? I don't. I've the seen hills like are alive with the sound of music. Oh, it's in the no. name. Besides what you see, I have confidence. In me. You guys thought that Scott I, singing a couple you, weeks ago in the service was the last time you No way, hear man. That. I've been let loose. He's loose. How committed are we to the once the record buttons? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confident it's going to go well. All, All right. right. We're going to try today to so we're going to try today to talk about questions about regathering together physically as a church family. We um you should have gotten an email Kind of explaining just a bit of where we're at, getting a bit of an update with some pictures. With some pictures, you you may have uh, you may have been um, relieved, you may have been disappointed that there wasn't a firm date <laughs> in that email. Um, but we we thought that in addition to an email, it might be helpful just to for you to hear us talk a little bit about the thought process that goes into that, um, how we're what we're taking into consideration, and how we're we're trying to determine the best ways forward it, in in the midst of continually changing situations, continually changing guidelines and regulations. I, I think even continually um, changing research, right? As we learn more, as the world learns more about how coronavirus spreads, about the dynamics of it and things like that. I mean, this is this is a very fluid situation and we, we get the privilege of <laughs> trying to make decisions in the midst of that. We are flying by the seat of our pants. <laughs> For sure. And praying a lot. Yeah. Um, which does, I mean, I think bring a really sweet dependence on the Lord and has brought a, a sweet dependence for all of us on the Lord. And just as we continue to, uh, thinking of James, just seek wisdom. So, 
why don't we take a step back from all of the different variables and just talk first about why why we think meeting together physically is important, right? Is there an urgency to do so? Is there an urgency to meet together physically? Or should we just like be as safe as possible? And if anyone ever has a cold for anything, we should just we should always they should just visit a live stream. And, you know, uh, is live stream like the new way that we should be doing church? Or is there an importance in the physical gathering? No, there's not the new way. of No, there's no, <laughs> no. Um, and I think I think for a lot of people, like, I mean, you guys like to joke that I've been practicing social distancing for a lot of years now. Um, but I, I think for for the, you know, the introverts among us, for people who tend to get even drained kind of by being around other people, even though we love them. Um, I think now is the time everyone realizes the importance of this, of being together physically, of how you can't just sort of chop people up into, you know, brains and minds and hearts and bodies and just sort of do different things with different pieces. Like we're whole people. Um, and to worship together and to be together and to be the family of God and to do anything corporate, we can't do it apart forever. Like this has to be a stopgap. This has mm -hmm. to be a Band-Aid. This can't be a new normal. Um, and while there's always going to be people who, for some reason or other, can't come to a physical corporate gathering uh, on any given Sunday, um, the idea of just kind of giving up on the importance of it or the beauty of it or the necessity of it and saying, well, let's just go with it because it's more convenient. I think now is the time everyone realizes that's just not going to work. Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, we could go into all sorts of details on why that is. But at the end of the day, this, this is, it's super important for us to get back together. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because we have uh, we're juggling competing priorities and principles in this time where, yes, it's very important to get back together. And there is I would say the question is, is there an urgency to do so? And I would say, yes, there's an urgency to mm -hmm. do so because of the things that Brian um, just talked about. There is uh, a need for us to be together, not just you know, spiritually from a distance, but physically there's a need for us to be physically in the same room worshiping together. There's something powerful and irreplaceable about that. And yet at the same time, there's also a lot of caution and care that we have to have to do that well and properly. And that's kind of the the tension we're trying to to walk is those two things together. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think there's it's it's really interesting because as embodied souls, right? I think this is an aspect of what how we were created to relate to one another, right? We were created to relate to one another in person, right? We were created to relate to one another physically, um, and 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 to worship together corporately, uh, physically, to to sing to one another, to to see one another, to to be hugged by Estrita. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We need that. We, we, we do. I mean, I think, I think we were created for that. That's what God wants to, that's what he wants for us as the church. And so I think there absolutely is this urgency that we don't want to just kind of put it off um, and just wait, which I think begs the question then, like, what, why aren't we meeting now, right? Like, technically, if it, at the very least, it's allowed in the state to do so, Um what are the factors at play in what you know why we didn't meet together last week so uh, the official rule right now is 25% capacity social distance mask uh, there's a bunch of rules they have like a whole document that's in the state of california these, right and in the county and, in the, county. and the, the county i think is like reflecting the the yeah. state's rules i think the state's rules say you shouldn't sing 
the way I read it also, it's complicated. The way I read it was a preacher should wear a mask. I don't know. There's a lot of things like that that we're trying to figure out. Um, to be fair. Yes. It's like one of the worst formatted documents I've read. I love the state government and I'm all for the regulations. I thought you were going to say, to be fair to the state government, they didn't have a lot of time to put it together. But you that's said fine you went the other direction. That's fine <laughs> to too, be, but they to put it fair. out. I mean, it's like, this is like. It's chaotic. It, it, it is. I mean, yeah, even the guidelines. Yeah, the, and the, so the we're, we're, we're doing our best to try to follow the spirit of kind of what they're, what they're aiming for. The, the reality is. Um, the reason, apart from construction, the, the reason that we're, we're not meeting right now is um, we, we haven't figured out, um, we're figuring out and we're in process of figuring out how to do this safely and carefully the right way um, and how to take the proper steps back to where uh, we are meeting in person. Um, that's in process. We're working on those things. Um, but right now there's a lot of things we don't know and a lot of things we don't know how we would do to properly follow the regulations in order to actually facilitate a worship service in person. And so that's that, that would be my answer, Brian. I don't know what, what your perspective would be. Well, yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of priorities that we're trying to juggle. I think it's just kind of it, at some point um, I, I know I personally and I think we all feel the urgency to be together again, um, like and and would love you know, if, if it was possible, would love to kind of rewind and just have never had it interrupted, you know, like, and be able to maybe take some of this new perspective and never, you know, it was two weeks off. We realized, oh, we really need this and, um, and, and jump back into it. But that's not been the case. And so we feel that urgency. But we also, like, we need to love our neighbor as ourselves. It's just kind of the, the, the thing we keep coming back to and to be able to figure out how to do it well and to realize that, you know, you know it doesn't take much, you know, to, a mistake in this is not sort of like, well, okay, we'll learn next time. Like, People can get really sick. People can get really hurt by this virus. And we want to be just make sure that we're being appropriately careful and wise in how we uh, walk towards being together again so that we're able to be together with urgency and also to make sure that we're protecting each other with urgency. Mm -hmm. And that's just a really complicated thing to do. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, I know of churches where, right, like you, if they've showed up together and somebody tests positive and now, you know, it's off for three weeks because they'd all been together and it's kind of this back and forth and and you know what we, we might we might experience that right like that 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 might be a rally i think we're going to try to figure that out as, as we go forward and we'll be um, part of the plans we make exactly going forward exactly making sure that we have the contingencies I, for those I, things i think there's um there's something to be said about um how how we uh gather together again when we do gather together again uh, whether it's able to be uh, like an actual church service the idea of for example one of the regulations being potentially not singing or something like that uh -huh. right which is singing seems to be something that there's experience of spreading in a very significant way when they're singing the idea of like a church service without singing isn't a church service mm -hmm. and so there's things that we want to do to make sure that when we do gather that we're actually able to worship the way that God has called us to mm -hmm. um, as a body. And so that's where the, the pausing is. It's not, um, you know, there's not like an overwhelming sense of fear or, or like oh, any of that that's guiding us. It's being careful and cautious and appropriate in the midst of um, something that's complicated. Yeah. And, and I think in the midst of that too, we're, we're trying to serve the body as a whole. 
right? We, we, we are a, a really diverse family. We're with all sorts of different concerns and dangers and vulnerabilities. Uh, we're a multilingual family, uh, right? And so it's, it's not enough to simply ask the question, how do English speakers g- gather together again? Or how do we al- allow for English speakers to gather and have a live stream? But like, we, we need three different live streams every Sunday morning. If, if we're gonna gather in person, we wanna gather in three different language groups right away, right? Like we, we're, we, we, wanna, we wanna serve one another and walk in this as one body, as one family serving and caring for one another. And, and, and that takes another, you know, um, yeah, another level of, of complexity that we're trying to navigate and do, and do in love. Again, not in fear, but in, but in love. And coincidentally, we have giant scaffolding in the sanctuary and no <laughs> pews and stuff everywhere. Even if coronavirus was gone tomorrow, we wouldn't have met last Sunday. <laughs> in person, yeah. in the same way, in the sanctuary. Yeah. It just, yeah. So yeah. it's, that's, you know, that should be wrapping up, you know, in the next month or so. But yeah, the, the, the goal is for that to be wrapped up by the end of June. But, but anyways, that's like, a, that is also a significant factor for us that we want to make sure everything's ready to come back yeah. to. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I will say another sense of urgency that we, that, uh, you know, there's a reality to the fact that we know, it, it, I, I've said this in a Sunday service, um, but we know not just what it's like to be in the service, but what it's like to participate at home. And I want to say that for a mm-hmm. lot of the people out there watching or, or out there listening right now who have been participating mm-hmm. and worshiping with us on the live stream. We, as your pastors, have experienced that. We know it's hard. It's hard. So, like, we're not coming from this. You know, we, we you know, I, this morning, Brian preached, and I got to see him preach in person. And I'll say, I'll say another thing. He looks a lot better in person than on the live stream. Personally, that's a personal opinion. <laughs> Less of a glow off the. Yeah, another urgent, another urgent request uh, to get in <laughs> is to to see Brian in person. But the the reality is, like, we know that it's really hard to like have your heart fully engaged mm. from home. And so we just, I want to like sympathize with that and acknowledge that and say we understand the difficulty of that. And so we feel that we feel that tension there and that urgency there, and 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 understand where you're coming from. Um, those of you who are very eager. Yeah. Okay. So ju- just to clarify, I mean, we kind of talked about it, but the, for those that don't like reading my emails, <laughs> but but are willing to listen to this while they, uh, you know, wash the dishes or something like that. What about what seven is... minute budget presentations? Oh man, <laughs> I've got to, I've got a twenty minute version coming out Ooh. coming out this week. Man, is there a way we can, Is there a way we can identify how many views that twenty minute one gets? Oh. Don't you worry. I'm very. I will. I will track it. <laughs> I have like three people in the church. I actually, know that are really eager. Actually, for can that. I? Can, can I? I, I've got a little little gift, a little Ooh. Easter egg Ooh. at the end of the. Can't budget tell them video. where it is, man. For those that <laughs> watch <laughs> all the way to the end, well, somewhere in the <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in the, in the video. somewhere in the video, <laughs> it's a little, just a little, just Cats a little, bag, just a little Scotty. like you've you've watched all the way. So this is for you. Are you gonna dance or sing or? It's all. It's all I got. You it's all I'm are away. here. It's all I'm giving away. It's all I'm giving away. <laughs> all right. So okay, for, for, for those who don't love all the email, what are we doing? We're losing it, everybody. I feel, I feel like Brian just like verbalized like my life right now. I feel wait, like wait. What? what, I, what I really want to know what the Easter egg is at the end of the budget video, but. 
I don't want to humor you by watching it now because of <laughs> I'm very torn. It's tough. Okay. All right. For those who don't love all, may have not read the actual email. Can we just clarify, Brian, what is the plan as it stands right now? The current, the plan, current plan. The current plan is to continue with the live stream as the main or like focal uh, way that we are worshiping together for the, the, the current time period. And as construction wraps up towards the end of the summer, um, begin to invite people to attend in a kind of appropriate and safe and guideline respecting way, like attend the live stream in the sanctuary and then slowly over time from there, build back towards, uh, as the regulations change and as more information comes, build back towards a, a what we would consider like a normal service together with no restrictions or guidelines to follow. Now, how long that takes, who knows? But the idea is that we can begin moving towards that uh, towards the end of the summer. Got it. Got it. So, you, you want to add anything? Lots, but that's okay. Okay. So, go ahead. <laughs> so what, 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 do we, what do we say to people who hear that and feel like that's too slow? Say, so like, you know what, man, like, I, just, I, I wish they'd make different decisions. Sure. Like, that seems overly conservative to me. It seems too slow. Like, I, I want to be back now. I mean, I think the first thing we say is, I get it. Like, I mean, like, yeah, yeah I, I do too. Like, absolutely, 100%. Mm -hmm. I, there's nothing in me that says, let's do more Sundays with, like, a couple cameras and, like, three people in the room. There's nothing in me that wants to keep doing that as um, either what I'm seeing at home or what I'm doing uh, on campus. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is I completely understand. The second is there are certain things that where our hands really are just tied at the construction mm -hmm. um, is just a factor. Like, there's it would be near – it would be impossible to do it on a faster timeline right now. Um, so that's just for the reality of the situation. But lastly, and probably most importantly, is that we're, as much as we wanna be together, we really are trying to balance these priorities of safety and respect and submission and a, a posture of humility towards our government, um, as well as just not be rash. And one of the things, you know, wisdom in the Bible talks a lot about being rash and about jumping into things because you, especially things that are, are good in and of themselves, but that it wasn't wise to go that quickly. And so with an abundance of counselors and with us trying to figure it out as well as we can and praying for wisdom, we're trying to not be rash without prolonging it um, more than necessary. Yeah. And we have, and, and we know because we've, we've talked to all you, we, we hear, we hear where everyone's coming from. We have people in this church who, um, basically haven't left their apartments since the lockdown order um, and under for understandable reasons. And we have people who um, think it's all massively overblown. Right. So it, yeah. that we we serve all of you and we love all of you. And our goal is to try to help all of you and serve all of you well. And so there's not like a. Um, prioritizing one group over the other. We love every single person in this church, and we understand that there's complicated, complex situations that each of you find yourself in, and we want to serve you most and lead you most um, uh, appropriately towards uh, what, what Christ-likeness looks like in a really complicated season. So we're not like overly leaning one direction or the other. We're trying to guide us forward in the way that um that wisdom would call us to which i think 
the idea of, of making too hasty decisions or decisions that we're not ready to make yet. Um, and I think also another thing that Scott mentioned earlier, we are three languages at the church and there's a lot of, a lot, maybe more complexity to the way that our churches and services work on a Sunday with multiple languages than other churches that maybe only have one language. The campus is used by yeah. multiple different groups, multiple different people at different points, and we're all one family together. So we're meeting and making these decisions and talking through these things together, and those are huge factors. So our goal in this is to serve our community as a whole as we make these kinds of decisions. Yeah, and that's the posture, I think, to add another thing to say yeah. to someone in that position. And I know that people like that are listening. I, we just encourage you to not focus on how you might not be uh, getting what you would like or think is appropriate as quickly as possible and focus on the fact that this is this is a way of loving other people like this is a mm -hmm. we're called to sacrifice for our family you know and consider and it, others more important than yourself right? yeah it's i mean hard, like and, and that's a hard thing like again like yeah, yeah. i'm with you i don't want it to take this long i don't think anyone does but it's going to be a lot harder for me to walk through that if i'm just thinking about what i'm being deprived of Mm. Um, it's a lot, I think a lot better, a lot more Christ-like and just a lot more appropriate to the family of God to look and say, there's multiple different people here for various reasons who me waiting a little bit longer is a means of serving and loving and in, in humility and care. Uh, can I say one thing yeah. as well? The, the, we're talking specifically right now about the church services. Um, we've also slowly begun opening up access to the campus to be used for community group meetings or other things like that. And there are guidelines with that. If you have questions about that, I'm the contact for that. Um, you can email me or call me. I'd love to uh, um, answer questions you might have about that. And then we'll actually have someone. I don't know if I, we should direct them to but no. go to me for now. Yeah, That's yeah. great. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> we'll, we'll and start but, no, but it's something yeah, yeah. that we, we, um, we want to make in-person gatherings, even in, uh, not on a Sunday service, something that's available to you. And we want to encourage you towards that in a safe way. So we've provided those guidelines. And if you have questions about that, I'm here and you can always email me or call me on that side of things. I should have included that in the sense that like what yeah. we're doing, like I think that the, the idea is that there would be, it, it's not, we're not, there's not no movement right now. Yeah, yeah. Like there is movement towards more uh, in-person kinds of interactions Smaller as a church groups. body. Um, so we and ideally that we're, we begin to explore that now so that that's been explored by the time we're able to explore attending the live stream. Like so. So, that, so it's not like we're saying it's a giant pause right now on everything. And that's a really important point, Matt. I appreciate you bringing yeah. that up. OK, so I think that's that's super helpful. What, what about what about the other side? Right. What about those who feel like either I mean, even even maybe the opportunity to connect with people in your community group? Or even the prospect of thinking about gathering together physically in July like feels too fast. Like, what about those that are like on the on the other side and feeling like, man, I, I I'm still super nervous about this. Like, I'm um, I I feel like what the church is doing actually is is too fast for my you know my sensibilities and or, or my conscience. Like we're like we're being foolishly uh, uh, quick in our yeah. decisions. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think again, I, I would say like I kind of get that too. Like yeah. as you know, as someone with what Matt calls mild diabetes, um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got mild asthma. He's got mild, di mild diabetes. diabetes. Uh, uh, 
but I mean, I, so like you know, it, my whole life. Just as to a clarify, diabetic, that's not yeah. a real thing. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's he's a, he's I, joking. It's, it's, a, it's a, joke. a joke. It's a joke. Brian it's a well-intentioned joke. Yeah. We're cool. <laughs> I'm not a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> but the yeah, my whole life has been you know like on any uh, label on any warning, it's always like pregnant people and diabetics, and like it's mm-hmm. so like my whole life has been has been spent kind of like being a little extra aware of what's going on around me in terms of health and things like that and and for this like you know it, it it's in some ways there's not a lot of like data one way but the idea has been like i have a risk factor mm-hmm. and so for me it's not just like any young healthy person like running out and hanging out with people um so i i am thinking about like okay you know five kids like, all these things like like what does wisdom look like um for me in terms of my level of exposure i know my wife's thinking about that like you know so the first thing to say for me is i get that like i'm not looking to like say this is no big deal and just kind of run and and you know well it's time it's been a while we'll just go for it um i'm very cautious about that and i think that on top of that you have the same kind of ideas just kind of run the other way where the reason that we think this is appropriate is because we are listening to the science and the experts and uh, you know the the state government that seems to have our best interests in mind in putting these things out and we are trying to do it in a way that keeps people safe we're not throwing caution to the wind just to get back together we want to be able to be together and be safe and we think there's a wise way to do that and one of the ways moving forward is to consider that this this approach is 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 also a way of loving Mm -hmm. someone else and last thing i'll say before i throw it to one of you guys Mm -hmm. is there are going to be some of you that won't come the minute it's opened up. And that's going to be a wise decision for you. Like all of us are in different places, uh, not just in terms of our comfort level, but in terms of our health, in terms of all sorts of different things, our yeah. exposure. Age. Like, like there's, a, there's a tons of different reasons why some people might not come. We're not saying you have to come the minute it's opened up. We're saying we think it's wise to open it up for some people um, mm-hmm. on this timeline. And that is and that is why, by the way, we are going to, op- when we open up, it's basically going to be inviting people into the live stream because the live stream is continuing to go and will be not just like a an add-on to the service, but will still be a significant central component of the service for a lot of people mm-hmm. for probably a long period of time. And so it, it's going to change the in-person experience in that way. But it's also um, we don't want to diminish or say that your worship is less valuable because you're live streaming because of health issues or your comfort level or whatever it is. We want you to be able to come back here to the campus confident that you're going to be able to worship safely. And that's really, really important. And the other thing I'll I'll say in this whole kind of we we didn't touch on this, but there's still a lot of questions out there about about kids and families and mm-hmm. not everyone in our church has kids and family has kids or is part of a, 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 a family in that sense. Um, but for those who are the question, if you have young kids right now, the restrictions say you have to stay with your household. It, there's, there's no childcare or Sunday, Sunday school allowed that these are questions that we still don't have answers to that. We want to have more clarity on before we can make those decisions. My assumption is a lot of the information is going to start coming out closer to when school is coming around, um, but uh, because obviously the, those are related and some of the practices there might might be something that we apply here, but we don't know. So there's we have to be cautious and wait on that side of things as well. Yeah, yeah. 
So kids, kids in general are seem to be very not affected by yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, it's a big question. But the spread of it and a lot of other things, there's still questions. I have thoughts on those things, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to keep an eye on the data and everything. But at the same time, um, we have to be very careful of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, that's where I, I, I think that we ought to give like grace to even the governing officials <laughs> trying to make these decisions with the constantly updating information. And, and in light of that, we ask for your same grace in understanding with us that like we're I think everyone in all in, in, in our entire society is working like we, we're just continuing to learn more and more and more about this virus and grace for other churches and how they approach them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, okay. So, and I think this hits at, and this is why this is so important. I think this hits at to me, one of the biggest dangers in the midst of this, which is that this would be uh, a season of disunity for the church. Um, and whether it's this or even just the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. and everything that has, has gone on in the wake of George Floyd's death, um, th- this is a time where the church and I think in, in our church, the, the church generally and, and the local church in particular is at great risk for disunity because we're not together physically. And so all we're doing is having these conversations in the echo chambers of social media in the midst of like, and, and, and so we're, we're, you even hear everything you hear from other Christians. You hear the things that we are saying as your pastors through this this lens, right? It's through this divided lens that, that, that is shaped by the divisiveness of our world. And, and I think even conversations about when the church is going to regather get uh, politicized. Yeah, get politicized, get, 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 become wedges for division. And th- that is a tool of Satan in all of this. I mean, it just, th- there's no other way to put it. What God longs for his church is that in times like this, we would serve others. We would sacrifice for others. We would extend grace towards one another. And that increasingly his church, his family, his body w- would be united, right? Would, with one mind, one soul, because of our one Savior and God, right, in Jesus Christ. And this is, I think, a time where there is a great deal of temptation, towards disunity because we're we're not having these conversations in person looking into one another's eyes we're not having to to deal with the filter of uh saying something to your face we 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 end up just mulling over things on on our own and i i think that it oftentimes the the temptations in the world take root I, i think that's part of what we see going on in the world at, at large it just reinforces those divisions and and that the, the church the church god created the church to be different to be distinct from the world in significant ways and this is one of the most significant ways the church is to be distinct from the church not just in our morals but also in our in our unity in our love i mean we are supposed to be distinct from the world in our morals. I'm not downplaying that. I'm saying in addition to that, are uh, in unity, in love, in sacrifice, in kindness, and in humility. And I think everything that we are walking forward to needs in this, the tension of the season needs an extra dose of that because of the dangers and the temptations that come with being physically separate. And I think some of that is related to 
pre-existing ideas or the lenses through which um, people can view the world. Mm -hmm. And some of it is also related to the fact that over the last three and a half months, lots of people have had radically different experiences. Yeah. And not everyone has experienced the last three and a half months or the last two and a half weeks the exact same way. And we got to have grace for each other in the mm -hmm. midst of that. Um, and it, my experience and what I've felt and experienced over the, that time period um, is not exactly how everyone else has seen or understood or experienced it. Yeah. And so I need to like just take a pause and not impose myself on everybody else and say, how do I serve and love this community um, in the unity of, of, of Christ and his spirit yeah. um, in this time frame? And that's what we would encourage everyone to do um, yeah. in this context. And that's what we're aiming to do as well. Well, that yeah. takes you back to the thing. I mean, it, we just keep saying it over and over again, but you, you can't, you cannot put your roots down in headlines and social media and then touch your Bible um, mm. and expect this to all work out mm. and for you to be able to give that kind of grace. Like you, you have to, with as much as capacity as you have, put your roots down in communion with God. That's the wisdom pyramid. It's the wisdom pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you, you have to, yeah. and it's, and the, the, it's scalable in a sense for someone with who's absolutely slammed because they're still trying to homeschool and do whatever else. And a million things going on. Like it's, it putting your roots down might look like a certain bit. And then for someone who's, you know, got a lot of extra time because working from home hasn't been that crazy or whatever. Um, it's, it's more time, but like whatever it looks like for you to put your roots down, uh, the roots of your heart mm -hmm. into scripture, prayer, communion with God and let, your interactions with everything else flow from there versus mm -hmm. putting your roots down and everything else and then touching the Bible or saying some prayers. That's just going to fundamentally change the way you react to even this conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and so for all of us, this is not a time that God's going to meet us on the other side back when things are the way we want them to be. God's in us, with us in this now. Mm -hmm. And we need to be with him and know that he's doing some winnowing and he's got things for us and he's not absent and he's, got learning and growing and for us to do and he's got glory to show us and mm. that's that's real and if we don't do that we will be lost and tossed around and a lot more easily frustrated and it's easier to get uh, uh, judgmental in, in, in a really bad way it's mm. easier to look at others with no grace um, because we're just our roots are in something that cannot sustain us yeah it also happens to be an election year, so that will probably help <laughs> with the divisiveness as well. And so all of those principles of rooting yourself in God and his word and his mm. truth, first and foremost, are going to be really, really crucial, not just through this you know, next Moment. month yeah. or whatever, but through the next six to eight months of uh, our country going through a lot yeah. and our cities going through a lot and our communities locally um, going through a lot. There's going to be a lot of rootedness and communion with God that is going to need to drive all of us um, as we as we try to be faithful to Christ. And this is the season in some ways to take advantage of it. I think uh, it's it's really yeah. it, it's it's not always as easy to see what you're rooted in. Mm. But when things have kind of gone sideways in a, a lot of different ways, um, it, it becomes a lot more visible where you're where you're putting your roots down for your stability and 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 like what in a weird way, that, that kind of strange way that God tends to do certain things like there's a there's a, a, a hidden sort of blessing in the midst of things that are genuinely bad mm. um, and, and a hidden sort of kind of growth that can happen for, for you and for us, which is it. You have a chance now. Like be kind to yourself. Yeah. 
look to put your roots down, whatever that looks like for you, in your communion with God and your relationship with him to ground yourself in him and in Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit and think about what that might mean as we head towards a season where it might get even more divided and more and more easy to not show grace. Like, How great would it be if you look back at this season as a time when you took God up on his offer to say, I'm here to put your roots into, to ground you, to make you like a tree planted by streams of water, to make a lot of shade, and that's going to bear fruit later on. And I would say that is also why we're doing the summer seminar discipleship pathway yeah. um, classes. And if you're looking for a place to start, it's a great place to start. Starting next week, yeah. sign up, and or whenever this is released this week, right? Yeah. So it's yeah, starting yeah. this week, yeah. and um, and root yourself, root yourself in Him. Mm. Wow, man, it's such a sweet reminder, even just for me. <laughs> it's refreshing uh, to hear, and um, yeah, and if it and as you're listening, I hope that you both hear that, and I hope you are hearing us say that we love you and we miss you and we are doing everything we can to depend on God and take each step forward. Um, and we're going to make some mistakes in that. Right? We're not going to do that perfectly. So we, we thank you for your grace, for extending the same grace that we know we have from Christ. Um, and we, we just want to thank you in advance too for, for striving for that kind of rootedness so that we can manifest that kind of unity, the kind of unity that makes the church look radically different from the world around us, because that's who Christ has created us to be. So, thanks. One last thing. If okay. you have questions, let us know. We're on an any, open book. Yeah. On any of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, anything. We're happy to talk about it. For sure. And you, you don't have to, like, have done all your rootedness. Nope. To like <laughs> come ask questions. Yeah, yeah, no, you, you you're frustrated, come, you're yeah. concerned, yeah. anything. We are yeah. open book. We want to talk to you. We love you, and we're happy to talk about and discuss any of this. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. All right, we'll see you on Sunday.